Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Hey, y'all. It's Flashback Friday. We're heading back to 2018, where we're interviewing the director of the film, The Writer. Her name is Chloe Zhao, and the featured actor, Brady Jandro. The reason why we're picking this flashback specifically is because it's a it's a twofold story. Uh, earlier this week, we featured horsewoman Brianna Noble on the podcast, who you might have seen over the summer during the Oakland Black Lives Matter slash George Floyd protest. She was in downtown Oakland on top of her horse, Dapper Dan, with the Black Lives Matter sign on the back and she was basically on every news channel you have ever seen uh, as well as newspapers and she is a barrier native she is a horsewoman she is a business owner her business is called Mulatto Meadows which is located in the East Bay region of the Bay Area she also heads a nonprofit called Humble and um we just had a really great conversation with her, not only talking about that moment this summer, but also about her experiences with horses and how they change lives. This film, The Rider, is also um, of that same vein, and you can see that film streaming everywhere. I actually watched it this last week, and it's it's a beautiful film and um, a really quiet film. And I love the film so much, and I know Ange did too. Um, the other part of this is Chloe Zhao, who's the director of The Writer, has a new film coming out. It's been uh, kind of touring some of the film festivals in late fall of this year, and it's called Nomadland, and it features Frances McDormand. And we're really excited about that film. It's another um, American story, if you will. And we featured that trailer on our Instagram page if you want to go see it. But um, we just wanted to bring it around, you know. Uh, we talked to an experienced horsewoman this last week. Chloe Zhao is a beautiful filmmaker and made a film about horses and um, how they interact with humans and vice versa. And um, just that the trailer for Nomadland is out. So please enjoy our 2018 interview with Chloe Zhao and actor Brady Jandro of The Writer. Please go see that film, and please support Brianna Noble. You can just Google Mulatto Meadows, and it'll bring you to her website, as well as the website for Humble, her nonprofit. Um, where do we start with this film? I don't know, but it's I'm beautiful. really excited about this interview for so long. We, yeah. <laughs> we love the film, not only the film itself, but also the backstory behind the film. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know going in that this was based on your real life, right. Brady. And um, once Ange told me that, it it's kind of a uh, it's a meta feeling in terms of you're watching a film, but it's dramatized to your real life. Can you talk about how that felt, filming and also watching? Uh, you know, this is the only acting experience or anything like this that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, no training whatsoever. So I don't really have anything to compare it to, but um, you know, um, it, I felt pretty comfortable working with Chloe. 
and uh, it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's centered around this this accident that happens mm-hmm. to you in real life, and the footage seen in the movie is the actual footage of that. Like, was it therapeutic for you to to watch it again? It did, was it hard for you to to live through that? And 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 also, you filmed so quickly after your actual incident, you were kind of going through those same mm-hmm. emotions while you're acting them, right? I mean, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Um, by then, I had a pretty, I had a pretty good grasp on my emotional state. Uh, I, I had to regain a whole new, um, uh, ha- like, I had to harness my emotions again. Hmm. Uh, I was kind of an emotional wreck after the injury, like, it, I, but with not being able to rodeo and stuff, and not being able to ride for like the first like ten days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't supposed to. Three, huh? Wow, I was. Yeah, gonna I was gonna say should have been three. Yeah, ten days. <laughs> well, I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. They told me I couldn't ride, or I couldn't. They told me I couldn't ride, but I could, they also told me I couldn't even jog. Oh. I couldn't even lift over ten pounds. Wow. Wow. Until for three months because it could make my brain bleed worse. <laughs> oh my god. And I got on Gus. Uh, my dad helped me up there just to make sure I didn't stress myself. And uh, that was probably like 10 days after I was home from the hospital. And I got out of the hospital literally like 40 hours after I woke from the coma. I, de- I demanded to be released. Like I demanded it. And they, they told God. me they couldn't legally hold me if I could pass a series of tests like right. to make sure I could take care of myself at home. And yeah. like I, my balance was off, my talking was off. So I just, you know, I just sucked it up and acted like I was talking to a cop and walking the line or whatever right. when I was a little kid, you know, like when I was Fake young. Fake it till you young, make it. You know, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, and then I, I'd, I'd take the pills and smile at them and they'd walk out of the room and I'd puke it up in the trash can. Right, and, yeah. Like I, I couldn't keep any food down or anything. And, wow. Um, as soon as I got out of there, I, I got a can of chew and uh, <laughs> as you do. after, yeah. after it was good, after it was done and I, I got a chuck wagon and I felt fine ever since pretty much <laughs> never returned to the hospital at all. Oh, really? No. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two months after I got back, I was, or about a month, I'd say two months from the injury, about a month and a half after I got back or, or after I started riding again. I uh, was training colts for the public, like wow. wild colts that I'd never been worked with. Right. And uh, Chloe found out about this, and she's like, Brady, you're going to die. What are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, well, Chloe, I, I don't feel alive not riding. I'm broke. This is all yeah. I know. This is what I do. You know? It's your life. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I just got to stay hooked up with them. I'll, I'll just train them like I did when I was nine. You know, I, when I was a little kid, I, you know, I'd, I'd get them good and warmed up so that they were, you know, um, a little bit tired, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever I had to do to make sure that I was safe, you know, make, take a little more time acquiring that connection with the, with the horse. Right. It, it's crazy because, of course, throughout the entire film, it feels so authentic. And, and yes. we know why afterwards. But particularly when you're training the horses, I was like, OK, you can't just teach an actor to do that. And and how was filming that filming him training those horses? It just it was it's so beautiful. But it seems like it would be difficult to... You can talk about that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bravery out of Josh Richards. Um, the, the cameraman he, or the... Uh, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd, get right in, he'd get right in there. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he also learned a lot about riding horses and stuff while he's around. And... Uh, Desensitized. He, he, has a, he has a very good... He has a very good connection with horses, honestly. Very, um, yeah, like, very good at, like she said, yeah, he's desensitizing. Good. He's, mm-hmm. he's good at approaching them and um, hmm. uh, presenting himself to them, you know. And uh, he's, he's, he also is able to read a horse pretty well. 
and he had to learn how to do that and he also had to do some things in the round curl with the, with the horse i had to teach him mm -hmm. so that he knew where to move at the right time and like every time um we would work with a new horse or even sometimes you know like we, we would work with a horse one day and the next day he's like what the hell like he forgot everything <laughs> wow. And yeah. so, so almost every day we had to go through a whole desensitization yeah. process with the animals. And like, like Wolf would come up with his dead cat boom, you know. And Wolf, it, Wolf is our sound mixer. Sound guy. Yeah, who's Wolf? I know. It's not exactly clear. <laughs> yeah, who's Wolf? Like, I, didn't, wow, I don't remember him in the film. Yeah, your crew sounds the incredible. Wolf, the Wolf yeah. will come up with the dead cat. <laughs> Where's that footage? The dead cat is the boom, you know, yeah, with the yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. The Wolf yeah. is the sound mixer. Got it. Jack, Jack would come up with his, the, the, the other guy would come up boy, with his yeah. mirror, and then uh, Josh would come up with his camera, and Chloe would come up with her clipboard, and cause she would usually have to be very close all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. she, they had to be very desensitized to her and also Josh. Right. So. It was a small crew, relatively. Yeah. Right? It was six, including me, and then the last <laughs> week, one had to go, it was five, including me. And <laughs> so there was a lot like, Brittany, grab that case. Let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of grab and go. But that, that was where the intimacy come from as well if you come in with a big group of people yeah. it's such a personal story and going mm. to people's homes it, it resonates on screen absolutely mm. and and no one in this film was an actor this this was your real family these right. were your real friends mm -hmm. mm. yeah how was it working with yeah your family cow, yeah, yeah your family and and, and your friends your, yeah. uh, non-actors like trying to wrangle cowboys to get get on time for a shoot and yeah how was that i'm not sure i'll put that on record oh. <laughs> yeah you were wrangling the wranglers <laughs> yeah exactly um well you can talk about working with your family and uh, oh you know um it, it was pretty cool like i don't know me and my dad We've always had to, you know, like selling horses, you're just like a car salesman or whatever, you know, you got mm -hmm. you got to um, present yourself in a certain way and, set, and present the car or like you would, you know, selling a horse, you got to present a living being as well, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, me and my dad have always been in front of people, you know, my dad rodeoed and stuff, so mm -hmm. he, he felt pretty comfortable doing it. Uh, he kind of giggled about it at first a little, <laughs> like, like a lot, like... <laughs> Um, the bloopers reels. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to see that. He couldn't. He couldn't take it seriously because, like, he had. You know, he's lived fifty years with no acting experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, old watched, school cowboy. Watched yeah. movies, right. you know, and he, he wasn't. He didn't know what to think about. He kind of couldn't even like. He almost didn't take it serious. Like, are you guys really doing a movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they're right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, time to act. Well, what I find very um, even, you know, sometimes I'll be outside the corral and I will look at the horse and Brady and the, the cinematographer. That and that's what reminds me. The first time I saw Brady thinking that he could act is that that focus that someone can have with the person they're interacting with. That kind of focus, that kind of being present and um, actually listening and watching every move of the other person reacting to that. Something after trained a long time to get to that stage. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and he naturally has that since he was very young. And even mm -hmm. rodeo as well, when you're in that shoot, if you're not completely focused, there's so many cameras, people shouting. Mm -hmm. right? If yeah. you're not focused, you could die. You could die. You know? mm -hmm. So that, they already have a, you know, him and even your dad has some of that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Except he, he does get distracted by giggling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad my dad rodeoed, and then after he was done rodeoing, he he uh, started. Be, he was a jockey for two years on the Fort Pier racetrack. Oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. My dad was actually a 
pretty he was 124 pounds at one oh. time i mean um, those guys are little yeah, yeah. okay yeah. and yeah. then uh he was just just a twig yeah and uh <laughs> but then after he he just he was tired of making the cut and uh he started just training them and own and he was yeah. owner and trainer and then uh yeah that's yeah so he he was always in front of people you know with, working with animals i mean it's hard enough to keep your connection with the animal but to keep your connection with the animal while keeping the animal focused on you while there's a camera there is uh, it's a lot going on but yeah. you just really got to stay focused mm -hmm. yeah. i i felt like honestly like if if the more I would work with the horse, the more I would forget about everything else going on. Right, because you're so focused on that. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, I wrote, I read, read up on my notes here. And um, Brady, for you, there's a line in here that says um, something about what it means to be a man in the heartland, heartland of America. And how, did, how does that apply to you now? And how, does, how did it apply to you before the accident? Or do you think it's a little different now after your accident? Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I'd, I'd say I'm a little more sensitive now, but a lot of that is because I also, I have a daughter now. <laughs> She'll be nine months old next, or here in a couple weeks. You're always sensitive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you pulled it out of him, right? like his dad <laughs> as well. Being, yeah, being, being sensitive doesn't have anything to do with being a man or, right. or vice versa. Exactly, you know? yeah. We all have any, both in us. And, I mean, I feel yeah. like... Um, like uh, if you don't have any sensitivity to you, then you probably are a little bit um, <laughs> self-conscious about something, or <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, trying to overcompensate for something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. you're you're really just really um, trying to cover up something. I guess. Mm -hmm. so. you know, cowboys, you have these kind of stereotypical version of how they should be. Right. But people, when people live so close to nature, and to see the impermanence of life and death so close, you know, an animal or or the weather, and it's, they're very in touch with their feelings. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just a matter that they're not gonna just like express to you on, on Snapchat, you know, but. <laughs> Good, <laughs> I'm happy about that. It won't be their Instagram story. Of the no, day probably not, but you know, cowboys do cry, I think. Well, and that's what I was gonna ask you. Um, you really, they really trusted you to come into their world and, and film mm -hmm. them. And can you talk a little bit about that backstory? You lived in the countryside for a while, and that's why they all were able to be, let you into their intimate right. circle. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I had a head start for four years. Mm -hmm. I was on the reservation, and uh, the whole reservation feels like a big countryside compared to San Francisco, you know? So I was in sometimes teacher housing, like in town, mm -hmm. sometimes on the ranch, I lived mm -hmm. in the basement. Um, out of the generosity of the rancher, you know, Todd O'Brien. And um, that's where I met Brady. So uh, again, that trust, you know, I had made a film there and I feel really comfortable. I didn't have to overcompensate. I, I just go up to him, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have, I have that confidence going in. And, um, but it's a mutual trust. You have to build, same as in mutual, mutual trust with the horse. It mm -hmm. takes time and it, it, it sometimes, you just don't get on with certain horses, and but we just happen to really get along. Mm. There's also just that uh, fate, natural thing. Yeah. It's funny. It sounds like you've always had this love, this inner love. You mm -hmm. grew up in Beijing, but you've always had this inner love for westerns and and plains and the countryside. It's just always been inside of you. 
Well, you never, I don't think Chloe's seen very many Westerns. <laughs> I've seen three. Well, actually, I've seen two, but since I made a writer, I watched another one just to do my homework. <laughs> Talk about it. I was doing uh, uh, interviews. But um, no, but the, the Mongolia thing, you know, I was. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think about this until later. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. you know, the. China also has its own west. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mongolia, Xinjiang, Tibet. You know, we have our highlands and our plains. There's horsemen and, there. Yeah. Right, horsemen yeah. mm-hmm. there. So growing up, I have gone to Mongolia, Inner Mongolia, many wow. times and, and always felt like, you know, my dad would cry when he hears Mongolian music. Like, <laughs> about the, you know, coming home, the daughter coming home to the plains and he would get, Aww. people <laughs> in Beijing gets like that. And then yeah. people in New York, also have that feeling of what the West represent and where the sun sets and where, where you're closer to nature and yourself. We always, wide I think we're by open spaces and, 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 and time slows down. And I think we always look at something we don't have and, and romanticize it. But, yeah. but one thing I had to make sure, that's why I really involved these my cast to be part of the storytelling so I have to make sure that romanticism doesn't get into the way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the cinematography? <laughs> oh my God, it's beautiful. We uh, we have because we have a small crew and very low budget, so we didn't have proper lights that mm. you see on a film shoot. Mm-hmm. Everything's practical. Mm-hmm. Came out of um, Menards or Walmart. Uh-huh. Uh, Menards is like a Menards. Yeah, I know about Menards. It's like Menards, a Home yeah. Depot for they, they yeah. all yeah. their lighting equipment there. Like that's how yeah. unimportant it was. <laughs> wow. Oops. Oh yeah, I did. Actually, we even put like a bulb outside the bar. I think it's still there. It's red yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but then we, but we didn't know there was like God, you know, God's best light. You know, there's the sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we scheduled oh. our uh, shoot uh, around magic hour. So, mm-hmm. so and then also if there's a sunny Smart. day, we have to always shoot against the sound. So I listen to my cinematographer. He knows what's up mm-hmm. with that stuff. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And I love... Shout um, out to Josh Richards. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Yeah. All right, Seriously. So we, got, we got Wolf, we got Josh Richards. Yeah. <laughs> and we're making a list here. Yeah. Um, Jack. 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 Oh, yeah, Jack. <laughs> Nick. That's about it. Yeah. Molly. Molly, yes, Molly, producer. Oh, good. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was the crew. Well, Brady, another really beautiful part of the film is your relationship with your sister. Yeah. It's just such intimate, beautiful Lily. moments. I mean, I want to tear up even just remembering. Mm-hmm. She sings a song to you. Is this a song that she actually sings in real life, okay. or did you ask her to sing okay, it? Okay, so this is the coolest thing about all that. Like, um, Chloe would give me, like, um, like certain lines to say to, uh, like, um, inspire a conversation, a direct conversation, but pretty much all the scenes with Lily were completely improvised oh my other God. than that so all of that came from her and, and like like she would like she would say like okay Lily now sing Planets Moon and Stars and this is a song that she'd memorized like before Chloe had ever met yeah, her right. or whatever you know she's that, talking that's, about the Spanish one. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah no, the, the sleeping one the, no, is that she, German no it's in Spanish it's in Spanish that, yeah okay. she, she learned Bonita, yeah. Bonita, yeah something Bonita. like a no, 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 yeah. she knows all those it's like good night or something yeah yeah it's a lot almost like bo- good night little baby or something. yeah because you're yeah. yeah. taking a nap or yeah. something yeah yeah oh my god that was just off the cuff it's going to be on a deleted scene we're going to remember we filmed her singing the whole thing in the living room 
there was a different take. We're going to put that in the whole thing. Her voice. Oh, my God. I it's beautiful. It. No, I'm getting like chills what just about, even thinking okay, about it. Well, the one thing that almost makes me tear up when I think about it is mm. just that moment whenever we were staring at the sun. And she was like, good night, son. See yeah. you yes. in the morning. Nobody That's said improvised. anything to her about that. She just, yeah. she just said She's that. a natural also. Uh, yeah. 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 Just, Josh, the yeah. cinematographer, always tell the joke like when he talked about how I am on set. It's like I'm in front of, I'm looking at him on. And then when Lily said that, I went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, she was like, and then the line was like, I'll take care of you, Lily. And then uh, Lily was like, I'll take care of you too. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Good. No, every scene with her was gold. I mean, yeah. I, yes, that was all, that I can't even like, yeah, <laughs> we need it. And after knowing that it was you know, all just her. Because what yeah, she could. Lily. She's a little angel. <laughs> she wow. is. And what yeah. she has, like the way she communicates, the way she looks at the world might be slightly different mm-hmm. than the way, say you and me and Brady does, but that to, and I can never, just the way I can never understand how he trains horses, I can never truly understand how Lily sees the world. So giving that space and having a cast and crew being on board yeah. to film mm-hmm. certain right. way, it might seem hectic while we're on set. That doesn't make that much sense, but you just have to have a, a group of people that trust that mm-hmm. that's going to work out in the end. That, that's the only way to allow that kind of spontaneity, how do you say Spontaneous. Yeah. Spontaneity. 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 Yeah. Spontaneity. Learn something every day. Um, <laughs> we all do, which is good, right? We should. To, to come out, yeah. Yeah. Did, I, I have to lighten the moment a little bit because you're going to cry. Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> did I loved the... The, the little story about her not wanting to wear a bra. I really, I get it. Yeah. Was that part real yeah. or was yeah. it written in? Oh, no, that's yeah. Lily. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she's like, nope, not going to do it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, Lily. She was going through, she was I do. I totally get that. Yeah. No, I she's all the time. Yeah. I don't like to wear a bra. No, she, no she woman was, likes to wear yeah. a bra. Who, sorry, Brady. We're getting. I think the only direction in that scene was uh, that happened. And then Chloe's like, all right, now we're going to do a scene of Lily cutting up a bra. Yeah, she did. She yeah, did. it was Which fantastic. In the past, because yeah. like something. Yeah, she because cut, cut them all in half. Yeah, nobody knows what we're doing. You know, she yeah. and she just she has lo- an idea of like, how she. All right, I'm ready for actress movie. Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. she always like record like videotapes and uh, records audio on everything, and she like play back movies and watch a specific part and memorize lines. Like she's done this since she was very small, like since wow. she could talk, like five years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. So she was very interested. She got to hold the camera every time. We, we're about to watch daily so like whoa Lily would be like here Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'd look at the camera, then she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm acting." Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't look at the camera. You gotta uh, just be, no, be she's such a breath, be breath like, of fresh air. Yeah. She she lent a lot to the film. Right. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and how far uh, the character of Brady? How different is he from you in real life, personality wise? Um, you know, after, after, after my, after my head injury, I was, I was all sorts of mixed up. Um, so like, you know, I, I went through a lot of depression, things like that. Um, I don't think, uh, Brady is supposed to be like the most happy go lucky guy. I I try to be pretty positive and optimistic all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, I Mm kind of, you know, try to lighten the mood if I can. Brady <laughs> Blackburn is much more of a brooding type somber. Than, than somber than he. Okay. He's not like he would have. I would say like factually, maybe sixty percent is right and forty for factually like where they live, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah. in terms of how the characters' behavior, um, 
there's some similarity how you interact with Lane, Lily, and your dad, but but yeah. but you wouldn't you would have probably cracked a joke and said something else and sort of yeah, such a bit more lighthearted about it. Yeah, totally. That's him acting, being a great actor. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, are you, is this something <laughs> you'd want to pursue? Yeah. <laughs> or I'm sure everyone asks, but it uh-huh. is kind of. You know, Chloe gave me the right tools, I, I think, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of people told me I did a good job, you know, I, I did enjoy it, you know, I, like, it was pretty challenging because it's something that I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I like, I like a challenge, you know, the best horses are always ones that are, you know, hard to train, mm-hmm. so they, they turn out the best. So. He will yeah. continue acting, basically. Oh. I'm, yeah. Are you, are you his agent now? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for, Okay. I'm hoping for more acting in the future. Yeah, we are too. Yeah, Thank you. we're ready for the next project. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and for this Thank film. You. It's so beautiful and the and story is... Emotional and... <laughs> we, we loved it. It is. We, we really it. loved Thank it. You so, much. so thanks for being on Bitch Talk. Yeah. That was uh, director Chloe Zhao and Brady Jandro of The Writer. He's adorable, isn't he? He's so sweet. And his little daughter, he was showing us pictures of his little daughter. It was just, he was what I wanted from him. Watching right. him on screen. Everything you wanted, <laughs> it, was, it was true yeah. to life. Like, yeah. Whatever you saw on screen, <laughs> that was him. Please go see the writer. Go support independent film. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Please go see it. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.